0: Yeah, Friday night. It's the big one, July twenty first. We got baseball, we got World Cup soccer. We're betting overs, over six and a half goals. Team USA. We're doing it for our country. Damn it. Uh, We're also betting the Cleveland Guardians two nothing lead for my Guardians page. They were dogs. Oh, they got out of the jam. Got out of a bases loaded jam. There you go. Williams gets out of it. Hopefully, we get somebody up in the pen though. Going into the third. I know it's early, but I don't feel good about him tonight. It was it was a little shaky. We had a mound visit there, but two nothing. Feeling pretty good. Uh, Coming up tonight, we got some good stuff. We're going to preview the Big 12. It's the last preview. If you missed any of our previews, we hit on literally every single team in the Power Five except for the Big 12. And then tonight, we're going to give you all those teams. So check out the podcast, BetMGM Tonight. Like, subscribe, review, rate, all that fun stuff. Coming up in about 18 minutes from now, we're going to talk with Craig Hoffman from the Team 980 here in Washington, D.C. because... uh, the Commanders finally got some good stuff going on for them because Dan Snyder is officially gone. You were at kind of one of the celebrations yeah. yesterday. Free beer is being poured. Uh, Talk a little bit about it, PJ, for the people maybe that are uh, not here in Washington, D.C. and don't care about the Commanders, kind of uh, sort of unlike myself. Oh, Ryan, it's –
1: I mean, Dan Snyder is the worst owner in sports. He's a terrible human being. Yeah, he's an awful human. A a horrible person. Yeah. Awful owner. Yeah. And the Commanders were never, ever – ever going to win anything under him. Like imagine what it's like as a fan cuz you can't cuz your owners aren't like that. But just imagine yeah, what owners
0: a bunch of drunk Wisconsin people eating cheese <laughs> like literally true. we don't have owners. That's true. Yeah, I don't have an owner. That's
1: true. But just Bart imagine just imagine if you came in to a season every single year, Ryan, knowing that your your team would never win. That dysfunction well, was a inevitable. Cubs fan. <laughs> Yeah, but you did have a but there was always the hope that like you guys I know you mean, could no. right. Like under Snyder, like it was just it was never gonna happen. And uh I just I felt bad for all my friends, so I'm glad that finally he is gone. And not only is he gone, Ryan, but the owner is a is a Maryland guy. Like he's from Bethesda, yeah. he grew up a Redskins fan, you Team know. Bethesda. I mean this is his team and now he gets to own his team and he tries to bring it back to the glory days. Look, when everybody is whenever you talk about the pecking order of like what Washington DC sports are, right? Commanders, Wizards, Caps, Nats, like what the Commanders, I think the soccer
0: team actually is, like, number two to be honest, yeah. <laughs> now,
1: the, commanders, the Commanders are always one.
0: How about my defenders? Always. They're in the championship mm. game, damn it.
1: The Commanders could go 0-17. They would still be head and shoulders number one. And that's just the way it's always been. It's a football town because of how great they were in the 70s and 80s. And then Snyder took over, man. And, I mean, everybody sees what it's like tuning into a Commanders game on Sundays. Nobody shows up. Every game, it's 60% the away team. When they're playing the Giants, the yeah. Eagles, the Cowboys, when the Steelers come to town, Patriots, whatever it is, teams with great traveling fan Packers. bases. Packers. You I were at there. that Packers I game. I was there. It
0: was, all, it was 80% Packers fans. My wife's like, do you think we're going to be okay if I wear my Jordy Nelson jersey? I'm like, yeah, I think you'll be fine. It's going to be it was, a home like, game, it was all, sweetie. Was like, yeah. Yeah, there was like five <laughs> Commanders fans. and I felt, They actually felt bad for me though because my team sucked yeah yeah i mean it's terrible
1: re- game. the parking like i wouldn't i will never see a concert there i would never see a concert there when dan snyder was owner because the parking was like I a hundred dollars and i'm like not even there, being ki- yeah. kidding it, it was how much did you pay for parking
0: it was a lot it was it was like 45 50 bucks for the parking the tickets were expensive and i think like the for parking it's i think the well uh, like ceiling above me was about to cave in i'm not kidding oh either. it's the biggest good. dump it's the like I thought that people were overrating how big of a dump it was. It's the biggest dump I've ever been to in my oh, life.
1: Oh, it's it's horrendous. So, yeah. I'm just I'm so her- I'm so happy that Josh Harris is now the owner. It's it, people are saying how cool it is that like Magic Johnson's their owner too now, you know? Like yeah, I'm hoping to run into Like, him. like it's awesome how yeah. Magic's around here. So, uh that's the thing, Ryan, and I'm glad you asked because You know, obviously, I've lived in this area my whole life, so, like, I know what a big deal Dan Snyder is and how awful he is, but you forget, like, people around the country, like, just don't really, like, know and understand, but... Man, yeah. it is such a big day and uh, I'm I'm glad he's gone, man. And the Commanders now, their fans, yeah. they can start thinking about the glory days again and can start days. thinking about actually winning Super Bowls
0: again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's pump the brakes. On Not that. this
1: year, but, but at Josh least they Harris, can eventually.
0: Yeah. He might even change the name. It might the Commanders Yeah, they were talking about that. They should go back to the football team, in my opinion, but we could talk about that another time. Uh, so the Commanders There's a lot to be excited for. I think kind of maybe you got a pretty good defense last year. They were top five in EPA per play. They were first in defensive success rate and they played a top 10 schedule uh, difficulty of opposing offenses. Mm -hmm. So even against good offenses, they were a top 10 defense. Uh, They have a really good rest advantage, five games with more rest than their opponent. But then also they have the ninth most difficult schedule. Uh, They have the Eagles and Cowboys in their division and they have uh, Sam Howell as their starting quarterback, who I like, but we've only seen twice in the NFL. So, um, what, Their win total six and a half this season, the Commanders. And we talked with Patrick Everson, our Vegas insider, earlier on this week. Check out that podcast as well. And he said that they're getting hit by pros. A lot of people going under on the Commanders, which surprised me a little Same. bit. But let's talk week one and let's talk a little Survivor. Because when you look week one, obviously it's the craziest week to bet in the NFL. Yes. Anything can happen. You know, you look at some of these spreads, everything kind of seems a little bit too good to be true. You look at like... For example, like, you know, the Saints are three-and-a-half-point favorites only over Tennessee. You know, San Francisco only now two-and-a-half-point favorites over Pittsburgh. That game's on the road. Uh, Spoiler alert, we both bet Pittsburgh plus three in that game. But, you know, if you're just a casual fan, you look at that, you're like, oh, the Niners against Pittsburgh? They're going to smoke them. Right. So week one's always weird. What do you think, though, about the Commanders now, week one in Survivor, when you look at this week one schedule and you see that they're going to host the uh, the Arizona Cardinals with no Kyler Murray, most likely. It's going to be Colt McCoy. New coaching staff. Rebuilding year. Terrible football team. But do you trust Sam Howell, you know, and... Kind of like, I, I'm thinking like on the defensive side of the ball. Is Chase Young going to be any good this year? He is playing for a new contract. But they're six-point favorites. But just to win, would you play them maybe in Survivor against Arizona? Because I think Arizona's going to stink.
1: I would. I think the two best options on the board are the Ravens at home against the Texans, which probably still is going to be my pick. That's what it was all along. But now that Snyder has sold the team, Ryan, I do love the Commanders. We can just all see, week one, how electric... That stadium is going to be, man, fans are going to be so excited. They're going to show up. There's going to be this new, profound belief that, like, oh, my God, Snyder's gone. We can win again. They're excited to see their new quarterback, Sam Howell. They only got to see him once last year. Yeah. And they're playing the worst team in football. So I actually do like the Commanders as a survivor pull pick. Me,
0: let me stop you right there, Peach. That's where you're going to make a mistake, and you're going to be knocked out week one. Yeah? I'm going to make the case that the Cardinals win week one it might be their only win of the season to be honest with you I think they come to DC and they beat the commanders and I'll tell you why Colt McCoy revenge game against Washington is he gonna be the quarterback though He's going to be the quarterback. Okay. This is his 14th season. God bless him. His 14th season for the Arizona Cardinals, peach
1: I mean, look, I could see it. I just, now that Snyder's gone, man, not for the I, Cardinals, I think there's going to be so much energy in that building. So I do like the Commanders. I tell you the game, I am not touching with a 10-foot pole. Do not, and I mean do not, take the Minnesota Vikings. Don't you dare lay the 6.5 with them and don't take them in Survivor Pool. Ryan, I will be sprinkling a little Tampa Bay Bucks plus 240. I'm definitely going to be betting Tampa Bay plus yeah. 6.5. Me too. The second that thing moves to 7, and it mm-hmm. probably will because people are going to bet the Vikings, I'll be taking Tampa plus 7. But look, Tampa still got some talent. They're just not very good at the quarterback position. The defense still has some talent. Receivers: Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, they're still there. Yeah. I mean, and they're yeah. going to attack that crappy secondary. Exactly right. You know, the offensive line still has some pieces. So, and you know, because they had Brady last year, Ryan, he was such a bailout for them, and they threw way more than they should. Yeah. But now that they have Baker Mayfield, it's going to be much more conservative. They're going to be much more team oriented. They're going to play more to their defense. And Minnesota, with the season that they had last year, right? And I feel like coming out week one, and it's the Bucks, and you think maybe it's a walk in the park, and Tampa's going to be ready. I think Tampa wins that game, dude.
0: Dude, I, I'm i really, um, I know this is an unpopular take. I like Baker Mayfield. Not the football player, but the person. I think his commercials are hilarious. I loved him at Oklahoma, like when he planted the flag. Mm. I love that. I bet on them like every game that year. I actually like Baker Mayfield. I hope Tampa Bay wins, like, 12 games and shocks the world. That would just be hilarious. (laughs) He ends up being the real deal. Everybody's talking about, are they going to get Caleb Williams or Drake May? And Baker revives his career. Like, you got to remember, he was really good that first... His rookie year, he broke the touchdown record for rookies. Uh, He won a playoff game under Kevin Stefanski. But that year, like, everything that he did off play action was really good. you got to remember, he's, like, six foot tall, and he's a smaller quarterback. With a good offensive line, though... He's good off play action. He's good with a good run game. But, yeah, he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not Tom Brady. He's not going to make, like, a mediocre team a 10-win team. Right. But, yeah, I kind of like them. If that gets to seven, I'm betting that immediately. The only reason I haven't bet it yet is because it's still sitting there at six and a half. Survivor is never easy, but the pick for me is easy week one. And if I go down, I go down. They're nine and a half, ten-point favorites in some spots. I'm going to take the Ravens at home against a rebuilding Texans team with a new coaching staff a rookie quarterback Yes, we think that's going to start week one, who I do like in C.J. Stroud, but uh, I'm going to go with Baltimore. I'm really high on them this year. I was also looking at the Broncos, but I could see the Raiders winning that game. If if Jimmy Mm G – no, I mean, I'm there. I'm I'm going to bet the Broncos on the money line, which I usually don't do in the NFL. But I think the Broncos are going to have a bounce back year where the Raiders are going to be a disaster. But I think the safer pick is Baltimore, who I like to get to 10 wins. If we're going to win that division, Pete. We're going to have to take care of business against teams like the Texans and I I would agree with you.
1: <laughs> yes. No, and I think I think the Ravens will be my pick week 1. I just the the Commanders now that Snyder is sold has made me maybe rethink just a bit. But that's the thing about week 1, Ryan, is more people are going to take the Commanders because they think the Ravens are going to be good. They're going to be a 10, 11, 12 win football team. They're going to want to save them. But that's the thing with Survivor Pool, right? The NFL, I mean, it's all about when you play a team. It's, it's not about who you play. You can't be looking down the road and saying, oh, I'm going to save the Ravens for Week 8. I'm going to save them for Week 12. Right. Take the Ravens Week 1. Like you said, D'Amico Ryan's going to be coaching in his first NFL game as a head coach. C.J. Stroud's going to be playing in his first NFL game. John Harbaugh is great in Week 1. He's great against rookie head coaches and quarterbacks. I mean, this, just, th- th- this is going to be a... Uh, I-, I like the Ravens as well.
0: Try to just get wild instead. Especially if we're playing just go for the just go for the gold right away and just take the Steelers against the 49ers. Week one survivor is three point dogs. Two and a half point dogs, I should say. i would be a good one. It would. I think they might win that game outright. Um Tampa Bay up one nothing right now on Baltimore. Looking to add a couple insurance runs here, run around third. And uh the Yankees with a lead in the game. How about that? One nothing. And Cleveland, now a two one game against Philly with a runner-on first for Philadelphia. It's never easy, P. It's never never easy. When we come back, we're going to talk more about the commanders going into the season, what things are going to look like. Bet MGM Tonight continues, hour number two.